أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والضحى والليل إذا سجى ما ودعك ربك وما قلى وللآخرة خير لك من الأولى ولسوف يعطيك ربك فترضى ألم يجدك يتيما فعوى ووجدك ضالا فحدا ووجدك عائلا فاغنا فعم اليتيم فلا تقهر وعما ساعلا فلا تنهار وعما بنعمه ربك فحدث بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله احد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد صدق الله العظيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم In this week, I've um, had a number of interactions with people. It really became apparent to me just, just how frail we are and, and how we suffer as human beings and how we, we kind of make ourselves suffer. Like a man who uh, puts his hand into the fire and then can't understand why it hurts. I think <clears throat> it occurs to me that much of the discomfort that I've seen in people recently is, is, is rooted in our <coughs> compulsive desire to compete. Um, I, I find it... <coughs> It's almost impossible to find somebody <coughs> who doesn't make, for whom their own significance isn't some sort of a problem, who, who, who at some level feel they, they're kind of a nobody and they want to be a somebody.
my wife uh, spoke about this some time ago. She had a very interesting insight. She said, uh, <clears throat> very often, if you're with somebody who, for instance, sings very well, and you can't sing, then you feel like a failure. Or you're with somebody who's a very good mathematician, and you can't be trusted to count three numbers together, then you feel like a failure. Or you're with somebody who's, um, who's, uh, <clears throat> who's, who's very structured, who can plan a day, and you can't manage your way out of a paper bag, and you feel like you're a failure. Uh, you deal with somebody who's um, um, very patient, and you're quite explosive, and you feel like a failure. Um, so it is that if you put yourself next to every single human being alive, you'll find something in that person that makes you lesser. Because that's how it is. Because every human being has a quality. Every human being has a light. I mean, don't you think it's significant that the Rasul said we should, anything we can compete with is taqwa. Which is quite a peculiar thing, because how do you know? How do you know my taqwa is more than yours? This is a hidden thing. It's a quality in your heart. Which basically means to say, don't compete. <coughs> There's no lesser and greater. There's only a lesser and greater in something which is not perceivable and not, which will only be weighed after, the, after you've died. There's no, way to, there's, no, there's no scale on this side of the grave that demonstrates that I am better than you or from, from the point of view of taqwa, from the point of view of the fear of Allah, from the point of view of the gravity of my all, which is a good way of seeing that word. So we cause ourselves immense misery Literally like a dog chasing its tail and biting its tail. There's two sides to this coin. The one is that you're comparing yourself with whatever somebody has a strength and then you feel yourself as a failure. Or you compare your strength with somebody else's weakness where you are better than them and you feel yourself you're so superior. Both of those are actually same sides of the same coin. They're both sides of the same coin. They're both playing significance games. Who's up, who's down? I mean, the miserable truth of it is that we're all down. You show me a single person, if you're honest with yourself, you show me a single person whose life is not a fundamentally unmanageable prospect. It's just that every person has a different challenge. You know, in our community, we, we have, make such a thing about wealth. We say, hey, the man's got money, he's made. I can show you so many wealthy people whose lives are so miserable you wouldn't want to trade a day of that person's life. You know, 
disputes in the business, disputes in the family. So don't think that because somebody else looks more privileged than you, <clears throat> that somehow their life is any less or more challenging than yours. Because it isn't. There's no such thing as a human life that is not challenging. There's no such thing as a human life which is not fundamentally unmanageable. Because that's how it's been designed. How can you, how can you discover that you have a guardian Rabb? One who protects you and one who provides for you. Unless you are absolutely at your limit and you realize you are not adequate. <clears throat> so what's this thing of competing? I'm better than you. You're all inadequate. I'm inadequate. It's the human condition to be inadequate. Really. That's the truth of the matter. Now, one of the ways that we respond to this distressing insight is to go and sit in a heap and feel immensely sorry for ourselves. Yeah. Oh, this is so awful. It's <laughs> my favorite trick. But you know, we've been given, we've been given the most immense gift. And that is these two hands. Mm. Take your problem to Allah. Whatever the problem is, the dispute with the spouse. I'm not suggesting you don't speak to the spouse, but take your problem to him first and primarily. And say, I, Ya Allah, I, this is, I, I can't, I'm beyond me. Fix this. He will delight in fixing it for you. He will fix it for you in a way that you could never have calculated from left field. Surprise, surprise. Some of the most irresolvable issues in your life can resolve themselves. In fact, he's designed your life to be a sequence of irresolvable puzzles which he can incrementally resolve for you because you ask for them to be resolved. And why? So that you can see how extraordinary he is. That's the only reason why we're alive. It's the only reason why we're alive. The only reason why we're alive is to truly, from the depth of our being, be able to say, SubhanAllah, isn't he extraordinary? Is your Rabb not extraordinary? Look back at your life. And, and, and if you can honestly say that you're a self-made man or you're a self-made woman, we should take you to the dam and drown you like a dog because there's a complete dishonesty. It's not possible. There's no such thing as a self-made human being. I mean, I can't even make what constitutes my little finger. Now I suggest that I've made my life. Ha!
if you look back at your life and you don't recognize that where you are right now is the product of the most extraordinary set of circumstances that are completely beyond your own managing, then you're not seeing the thing as it is. Then you're being truly, staggeringly, gobsmackingly arrogant. You have a rob. Two of his primary names are Rahman and Rahim. The one who provides and the one who withholds. Hmm. The mercy to withhold the catastrophe and the mercy to provide the need. If those two things aren't in balance and they aren't happening on an ongoing basis, moment by moment, granting withholding, granting, you would not be alive. You wouldn't be alive now. It's not possible. <coughs> so take heart. And get, so don't get concerned about this one's better than me and that one's better than me. It's a complete waste of your energy. It occupies being's mind space, heart space, that should be occupied by your amazement <coughs> at how your life just keeps on working out despite you. If you, if you don't, at least twice a day, think, man, there, there it goes again. I'm, I, there, I'm such an idiot. Look at how it's worked out again. You're not seeing what's happening. You know, we seek to compete, we seek to demonstrate our worth, uh, we seek to show that we're in charge. I think on the basis of a deep insecurity and a fear that we're stuck alone here on this planet and it's so big and we're so vulnerable. <coughs> And that's understandable because that's a little bit like we've been structured. But I ask you, if you look back at your life and you look at just with the amazing set of events that have brought you here, can you not see that the one who has orchestrated all of these things loves you with an immense love that not even your parents could have loved you with? You are loved. It's like everything that is around you has you at its center from the moment that you were born. And it has, 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 has con continued to, to closet you and cultivate you and closet you and feed you and on an ongoing basis. How, how, can, that, how can that not be love? What else could that be? 
You are the beloved of existence. You're the beloved of the rock. That is the truth of the matter. It wouldn't be conceivable that we'd be alive if this wasn't the case. So take heart. You don't have to show how important you are. You don't have to dominate. You don't have to make your way in this world. You have a great friend. One who loves you beyond reckoning. Who will always be true. Always be at hand. May Allah grant us nearness to him. May grant us annihilation in him. May grant us death before we die. In Allah, Alhamdulillah.